Hey there. Hi there. How you doing? Hot enough for you? We got some severe weather heading in to southern Ontario. Keep your eye on the skies. Make sure you're paying attention for any alerts. If they come our way, of course, we will get those to you. Uh, We have a thunderstorm watch for some portions of southern Ontario. Keep that in mind. Everybody's on edge right now. People, people are on edge. They have had enough. Even people who are just the nicest, the most accommodating have had enough. Case in point, Tom Hanks. Tom. Back the f- off. What Whoa. Doing? Whoa. Knock it over my wife. Yeah, they're bugging. Sorry, sorry about it. That is, yeah. Have you seen that now? That is Tom Hanks. Uh, when he was exiting from a restaurant in New York City, a bunch of paparazzi there, people trying to get, you know, selfies and stuff with him and his wife, his wife Rita Wilson. At one point, uh, somebody kind of pushes her. She almost falls over, and Tom Hanks just goes off. Back the f- off. Whoa, man! Do not make me go Tom Hanks on you. Back the f- off. Wow, people are tense. Uh, I like to overhear conversations. I like to eavesdrop a little bit. Uh, this morning, I was on a walk on the beach, and you know, sometimes you just you overhear things, and it just sort of gives you a sense of what people are talking about. You know, often in the last two years, you'd hear people talking about the pandemic. You, you know, you hear t- people talking about real estate. And here's what I heard today. This is what I heard. I heard a guy on his phone, and he says this. He says, uh, "My buddy's into a hedge hedge fund. It's down eighty five percent. He's screwed." Oh my. Uh, And right now, markets worldwide are tumbling again. Uh, The S&P 500, 3.4% lower in midday trading, reversing an upswing yesterday, uh, going back down again. So people people are upset. They're they're tense. People are tense out there. Uh, Here's what else is going on. I love this story out of Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas now uh, has now put out this new program to help people cite vehicles for illegally blocking bike lanes. So what they have now is they have this program that you, just as a citizen, if you lived in Austin, Texas, and you found that there, there's a car blocking a bike lane, you put it into the mobile app, and if there's an infraction, you get 25%. You get a bike lane bounty. What do you think of that? That is something. You know what? That's going to make some people go complete. Yes. People will go Hanks about that. All right, what do we got coming up on the big radio program? A lot of stuff today. 1220 today. Should midwives make the same money as doctors? Why is it in the province of Ontario that there is such a gap between what midwives earn and what doctors earn? They both deliver babies. We're going to talk about that with the former uh, president of the Ontario uh, Midwives Association. Uh, there was a court ruling on that earlier this week. We're going to talk about that. Then at 12.45 today, our political panel and on Marco Mendocino, who, of course, remember when he said, hey, um, all of these police agencies have asked us to invoke these emergency powers. And now all the police agencies are saying, I don't, I don't, we didn't ask for it. What kind of political damage is that doing to the federal liberals? We're going to talk about that with our political panel coming up at 1245, but let's get to it.
our top story. Let's dig into this. A three-year-long public inquiry in British Columbia has delivered a sweeping rebuke of Ottawa's anti-money laundering regime, finding that billions of dollars of criminal money flowed annually through casinos in British Columbia into real estate and luxury goods, all in the absence of effective federal law enforcement. Now, Canada's uh, Financial Intelligence Unit, this is the uh, Financial Transactions and Reports Analysis Center of Canada, that's that's fancy, FinTrack, uh, that basically it is not doing enough to be able to find out what's going on with money laundering. And this just isn't in British Columbia. Money laundering continues to be a major risk at Ontario casinos. That's according to this province's Auditor General, and he's, she says that's as a result of poor enforcement by the provincial regulator. Bonnie Lissick put out a report in 2020 that found that between 2017 and 2019, casinos alerted the Alcohol and Gaming Commission to about 10,000 suspicious transactions with a value of over $340 million. And that possible ties to money laundering or terrorist financing. We are not doing very well, apparently, in this country in making sure that criminals cannot snow wash as some people have called it in Canada, wash their money in our casinos. Jessica Davis is from Insight Threat Intelligence and is a former security analyst uh, with CSIS. Welcome back to the program, Jessica. Hi, Alan. Thanks for having me on. What's the uh, top-line takeaway from the Cullen Report? Um, For me, it's just a lot of disappointment. I think the report was unfortunately focused a lot on pointing the finger at FinTrack, our financial intelligence unit, as you so aptly described in the intro, and not owning a lot of the problems themselves. So the the, the report has 101 recommendations. A lot of them are really sound. They're things that we in the industry have known for a long time. For example, that Canada needs effective beneficial ownership registries. This is basically a way for people to figure out who owns a company because companies are often used to hide assets and money laundering. So great, that's, that's a great recommendation. This has to be done provincially and federally. But their focus on FinTrack, I think, really ignores the fact that FinTrack is a really administrative unit. They get reports, they analyze the reports, they send them out to law enforcement. They don't have any ability to do investigations themselves. It's by design um, because of some of the, the privacy concerns and and search and seizure concerns around FinTrack's receipt of information. So really, the problem here, if we're talking about enforcement, FinTrack doesn't do that part of enforcement. It's law enforcement that does it. It could be DRCMP. It could be the Vancouver police. It could be other uh, municipal or, or provincial police departments across the country. So unfortunately, you know, our system's quite complex. There's a lot of different players. And by focusing so much on FinTrack, they're really ignoring a lot of the the other deficiencies that exist in our regime. I, I was interested in the findings of this commission that said, "Oh, it wasn't it wasn't the politicians that that did it. It wasn't intent on their part to allow this money laundering to go through, but they just they just allowed it to happen anyway." Yeah, I find that profoundly unconvincing. I have a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that. Billions of dollars were being laundered through BC casinos and in BC real estate, and no public official was personally profiting from that. So we're to believe from this report that this is happening just because of incompetence, not because of corruption. And 
you know, unfortunately, the report doesn't go into a lot of detail about how they came to this conclusion. But I'm unconvinced. What's the situation in, in other provinces? Obviously, we've seen this problem. British Columbia, you know, reports of duffel bags full of cash being taken into casinos, that sort of thing. Is there any reason to believe that it isn't also happening in Ontario? No, I think Ontario is definitely a place where there's a lot of that happening. I think a lot of it is, of course, driven by population density, um, different economic systems and that kind of thing. So so I think Ontario and BC are probably two of the, the biggest problems in Ontario, but I would also look at Quebec as probably being another spot where we're, we're really not doing enough um, in terms of organized crime and money laundering. Really, this is a pan-Canadian problem. BC fortunately took the time to have a commission. Again, I think that the, the findings of the commission are a little bit disappointing. But really, this is the kind of thing that Canada as a whole needs to be looking at. And probably every single province needs to be doing their own work to figure out where their own deficiencies are. But this isn't the problem that's going to be solved by just BC implementing these recommendations. Because the other thing about criminals is that they tend to play a bit of a game of jurisdictional arbitrage. So if, if BC tightens up and becomes really inhospitable for money laundering, that'll just push the money laundering to other parts of the country. What about the real estate market? The the report sort of kind of sidesteps whether or not there's been really an impact on housing prices and affordability overall. What's your sense of uh, how much the housing market has been impacted by criminal money? That's an interesting one. I can see the argument that the, the commission's making. A lot of the, the transactions in the real estate market relating to money laundering tend to be private transactions. So between two people, um, the real estate never or rare doesn't always go to a public market. So the impact there, I think, is probably more muted. But again, I'm not sure that the commission really had the expertise to be able to draw a causal relationship or point, point to a lack of causal relationship between money laundering and real estate prices. I think that was just really outside of the scope of their expertise, unfortunately. Yeah, I guess it's Difficult to even get a handle on how much might be out there in terms of criminal money in real estate. Jessica, always great to talk to you. Appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Alan. Nice to talk to you, too. Jessica Davis with Insight Threat Intelligence uh, talking about the Cullen Report. And as I mentioned, just because it's, you know, based in British Columbia and the most egregious examples have been in British Columbia, like I say, these reports of, you know, duffel bags full of cash, that sort of thing. But it's pretty clear it's happening here as well. And what this report says is it's on the feds. It's not on the province. It's on the feds to do some kind of better oversight. You know, and all of it, all of it could just kind of, you know, get under your collar, make you kind of go Tom Hanks. Back the f*** off! Exactly. Exactly.